Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Crystals and Clarity. So for this week's episode, I thought I would give you like a crystal tour of all of the crystals I have or just some of them um, and kind of let you know how I organize things and what I do with my crystals and all of that fun stuff. So basically I have this notebook here that has a bunch of notes for um, like different courses that I've taken over the years, um, like just basically like certification courses. Um, so I also have a list here of all of my crystals. I wrote down each crystal that I have and the different properties and things like that. Um, I don't know if that's kind of crazy or not, but basically I have this notebook once I started really getting into my work, doing hypnotherapy, um, like my spirituality and meditating and crystals and all of that stuff. So like the first course I have um, notes for in here is like crystal foundation certification. I have like a breathwork course. Um, you know, I have all my crystals written down. I also have courses on like, um, let's see coping skills and self-care, mental health, mental health, um, neuroplasticity, change your brain, grounding skills. So yeah, like all these different courses that I've taken to help with my work basically. Um, but yeah, so in this book, I also have all of the crystals that I own. And I wanted to go through that with you a little bit because I haven't actually looked through this in a while. So I have here a list of my crystals. And basically when I first started getting into crystals, I, I was on a site, like a, a website for this store in Toronto called Happy Soul. Um, I think a friend of mine knew about it and told me or something. So I, I went on there and I didn't really know what to get, what to start with. And I actually think the course that I took, the Crystal Foundations course, was through one of the people that works at that store. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I ended up getting um, like a set of crystals for my, the first crystal purchase I ever made. And it was a chakra set. So I think... Yeah, so I'm pretty sure in the set there was clear quartz, lapis lazuli, amethyst, citrine, blue kyanite, no, carnelian, tiger's eye, smoky quartz, and blue aventurine. That's what it was. So those were my first crystals that I ever got. Clear quartz, lapis lazuli, amethyst, blue kyanite, carnelian, tiger's eye, and smoky quartz. One, two, and blue aventurine. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So in this notebook, I have like all of those written down plus like for clear quartz, for example, that's the first one I have written down. And it says clears, balances, and energizes the chakras. 
and the aura amplifies other crystals high vibrational and I have little notes like that on all my crystals so I have like pages and pages I have the first few pages I have all those crystals plus like selenite of course um, hematite pyrite ruby black tourmaline um, different kinds of calcite um, and then I have notes on like different chakra healing crystals so it go I have like notes on each chakra and what crystal goes with each chakra which I feel like I've I've definitely used my notebook for many episodes of this podcast um but yeah so just going through here I'm going to skip forward to my crystal list continued so I have like that was only a few pages and then I have like 10 pages that follow so I kind of I think the last few crystals I got I stopped actually writing it down just because I have a one-year-old now and I don't have time to be as organized but yeah some of these I'm gonna go through some of my favorites um, actually if you go and listen to October's crystal of the month I just noticed it right here it's Picasso stone or spiderweb Jasper um, so I have like stone of creativity attracts like-minded people positive people supports and encourages friendships to blossom in healthy loving ways so that is October's crystal of the month um, let's see I also have um, I think sunstone was also a crystal of the month um, emerald pink tourmaline let's see if there's any like fun ones that I haven't talked about yet I haven't talked about red jasper so that really um, embodies like courage perseverance provides confidence to face change it can also be a stone of fertility and it helps with empowerment and strength um, dragon's blood jasper is another fun one promote patience helps during difficult times a stone of strength and courage and personal power I haven't talked about aqua aura quartz which also is like altered by um, like it's it's not a completely natural stone and I've mentioned that in other episodes some people don't necessarily like to work with those some people don't really see a difference but when it comes to aqua aura quartz um, I'm actually, I think it's also one of the birthstones, if I'm not mistaken, but um, to double check, go and go listen to the birthstones episode. But aqua aura quartz creates a strong connection between throat chakra and third eye, facilitating communication with other realms. It's calm and has a relaxing effect. What else haven't I talked about before? I also have petrified wood, which... I don't know if technically that would be considered a crystal. It looks very beautiful and it's like polished like a crystal. But um, I got it from the crystal shop and it says it protects and energizes by bringing in earth energy and banishing negativity. Connects to the ancient, um, feel safe and secure, calming down survival-based fears. So that's interesting. I guess when it comes to survival-based fears, that would be, if you've ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that would be like the very basic level that that would refer to. I also have here laser wand quartz. 
I'm not sure if I've talked about that before, but I have laser wand quartz in my crystal grid. Um, and I made a, like a TikTok about that or a reel or something, but I have that posted. So laser wand quartz is a healing tool for healers and light workers, star seeds and all spiritual and energy workers or energy seekers. It bridges between dimensions and it's a tool for storing information. It surrounds you with light energy, providing protective shields. The light energy through the crystal laser wand acts like a beam of healing energy that you can direct through the crystal point um, to areas that need healing or clearing. So this is a really good crystal for like doing intentional energy work. And again, it's an it's a nice crystal to have in your crystal grids because it's it's so intentional and it really directs the energy in a certain way. So if you put your intention into that and you're really, you know, mindful of how you use it, it can be very powerful. Another one that I have that I don't think I've actually ever mentioned is dendritic agate. So it's um, it helps with growth wisdom, self-development. It helps see the true self and what areas need to um, to overcome negative patterns. I have, oh, forest crystals. That's also a really beautiful crystal. I got that from, I think it's a website called Sacred Gemstones, and I'm pretty sure she's located in BC. But um, this forest crystal, it is... Um, It really embodies protection, regenerative, personal transformation, protect from negativity, negative energy, raising your vibration, accessing past wisdom, connecting with spirit guides, elementals, and higher consciousness. This crystal comes to you when you are ready to accept and fulfill your purpose, overcoming obstacles to align with your highest path. So that's a really really awesome crystal. I um, was really drawn to that when I was, you know, at the height of my crystal obsession. I also have Septarian here um, written down and it this is one of my favorite crystals that I have because um, I think I might have posted it. I'm, I might not have. If I haven't, I will post it because it's a really cute crystal that has like a little heart in it, like a natural shape in the crystal that looks like a heart. So Septarian is nurturing and grounding, bringing feelings of happiness and understanding. It's also referred to as dragonstone. It's a tri-colored stone composed of calcite, argonite, brown argonite, and limestone. And okay, I see flower agate here. This is a crystal that I keep specifically here at the office. It helps with emotional support, healing, self-growth, motivation, passion, a nourishing energy that helps us envision the process of growth, honoring and appreciating each part of the journey. Not only do I think it's a really beautiful crystal, this flower agate, but I just feel like it's very fitting for the energy that I want to embody here at my office, where a lot of healing and growth happens with you know, my clients. Um, So yeah, that's one that I specifically keep here at the office. And then I have 
Another one of my favorites, Shiva Lingam. So this helps with fertility, um, libido, childbirth. It's sacred and tantric sex. Um, also to be used to improve love and sexual relationships. Balancing feminine and masculine energy helps with feng shui and to have your have synergy within your home. And it welcomes your twin soul into your life. So I wanted to um, bring up Sh Shiva Lingam because of that twin soul energy. And I just did an episode on that. I actually don't think I mentioned this in that episode, but if you haven't already listened to it, go check out that episode. It's really interesting on um, your twin flame, your twin soul, what that means, what does it look like? And, you know, maybe when you listen to that episode, you will know if you are currently with your twin flame, if you've ever met your twin flame in your life, um, or your twin soul. So I thought that was um, really interesting. And the last crystal that I have written down, and I have a bunch of blank pages behind it that I haven't filled out yet, um, but the last one that I have is Red Aventurine. So this is motivation to take physical action to make your dreams come true, brings chi into the physical body, and amplifies your life energy, provides physical, emotional, and mental healing, leading to a balanced life. So... Yeah, that's basically just a few random crystals that I, you know, wanted to read out to you. But basically, yeah, I've kept some, uh, like, you know, a lot of notes when it comes to my crystals. I'm very, I like to be organized when it comes to that kind of thing. Now I'm going to get into like how I organize my crystals and what is kind of recommended. But that being said, just like everything else throughout this podcast, it's really about listening to your intuition and doing what feels right for you and your crystals. So, of course, I, you know, like to keep notes of everything. I haven't for my, like, the last, like, few crystals that I've got, but there's that. And then when it comes to, like, physically storing your crystals, I personally feel like it's important to keep them somewhat separated um, again, because when you, if you like, you know, kept them all in a big bowl or something, you know, it, that's not necessarily wrong. But for me, I feel like it's a lot of different energies kind of all jumbled up together and it can feel chaotic sometimes. Like it can make the energy feel chaotic. Um, so yeah, I personally like to keep them separated to a certain degree and what I actually have is one of those like things that you have in a workshop like a for like screws and bolts and stuff and it's like one of those things that has all those little tiny drawers in it maybe I'll post a picture of it but I have all my different crystals in there and then I actually have a little cue card in there that has the name and basically the same thing that I have written down here in that drawer. Now I have every single one of those drawers filled to the point where some of them, if I only have one crystal in there, I'll double up with something that kind of has a, has, um, you know, a, an, another energy that can kind of complement it. It won't feel too chaotic or, you know, mixed up, but that's one way to organize your crystals is to keep them kind of separated, keep the energy separate. 
Another tip that you could implement into storing your crystals would be to go based on chakra. I kind of started to do this with my organization. Like I, you know, I started with the crown and, you know, organized my crystals that way up all the way to the root chakra. But then I just got so many more crystals that it just, I just kept putting them below and below and below. So that part of my organization wasn't great. Um, I didn't really organize all of them when it comes to chakras, but that is recommended um, sometimes for people to keep them kind of like in an order. So to know what crystal connects to what chakra, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, I might have in another episode, but you go based on color. So for example, your root chakra would be like black crystals and red crystals. Your sacral chakra would be like orangey color crystals. Your solar plexus would be like yellow colored crystals, like citrine and stuff like that. Your heart chakra would be green and pink. Your throat would be blue. Your third eye would be like purpley colored crystals or like indigo. And then crown is again, kind of like purple crystals or clear or white. And when it comes to, well, the top three chakras, some crystals, you know, work for all three. So you can kind of decide where you want to place that crystal in your storage if you are organizing it by chakra. Um, And as we know, when it comes to your chakras, it's not like these very defined categories for each chakra, they blend together. You know, they're overlapping. Each chakra is overlapping with the next and they blend together. So that can be translated to your crystals as well. You might be able to use some crystals for multiple chakras. And I'm not sure if I've actually gotten into that and mentioned that too much, but yeah, some crystals can be used for multiple chakras especially when it comes to throat, third eye, and crown. And then another tip that I would have when it comes to storing your crystals is, you know, trying to keep that energy fresh and cleansed. So try to, if they're in drawers and stuff like that, like the way my crystals are stored, try to use smoke to cleanse them every now and then. Um, Sometimes I would even take all my crystals out. This is when I had more time. I would take all my crystals out and um, like for the full moon and place them by the window and let them be cleared with the moonlight um, and charged and things like that. Um, I don't necessarily do that anymore because it does take up quite a lot of time. As you'll see um, in my um, Instagram, I have... I think I will post a picture of what I, how I store my crystals and almost every single crystal that I post on my Instagram is one of mine. So just based on that, you can tell that I do have quite a few, but yeah, so those are kind of the main tips when it comes to storing your crystals, always making sure you can cleanse and charge and clear your crystals. Um, You can store them separately somehow so either the way that I have done or 
you know, there's many different ways that you can do that. You can even storing them around your house, you know, depending on the energy you want in the room, you can display your crystals in particular rooms to achieve certain energy. And then if you want to store your crystals by chakra as well. So that's another option that you have there. So that is the tour of some of my crystals, just a little quick glimpse into my crystals and how I like to store my crystals and things like that. If you want to head on over to my Instagram, Crystals and Clarity Podcast, I will link that in the description of this episode. So you can just click that and go on over there, check out the latest post for, you know, this episode. I'll show you how I store my crystals. And also, if you scroll through, you'll see all of my individual crystals as well, or a lot of them anyways. So thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Jessica's Holistic Hypnosis.